And on this episode of Energy Facts Chats, I'm sitting with Mike Umbro. We're discussing his uh, Don't Say Oil uh, presentation that he gave last week uh, at Sipes and why domestic production is so important, not just for uh, the country, but for also the entire world and the environment of the entire world. Mike, what else you got? You know, it's a it's a big topic, but we need to come together as an industry and start imploring our leaders to talk about the facts around the benefits of our energy production in California or the entire country as a whole, because we're all one energy industry and we need to come together and look at what's happening in each of our basins and come together and strategize and create a game plan to combat this all the false narratives that are facing our industry right now because the people are going to wake up when these prices continue to rise and energy continues to disappear from our availability so it's time to wake up and start talking about it and they're going to be pissed when they wake up so uh, thanks for tuning in to energy fact chats and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon and welcome to another new energy fact chats episode 11 with me your host jp warren and my brother from california mike umbro uh not my true brother not my biological brother but my energy bro and i think that's uh that's stronger than blood sometimes um but uh (laughs) yeah we're all uh, energy brothers and sisters right we're all yes exactly and that's what we're trying to do bring uh, get a bigger family so that's kind of we're having this and uh uh, Mike, uh, Mike was uh, in town uh, last week um, for uh, he came in town to have some meetings. Uh, you know, he attended a crew club event uh, up in the Williams that we have, and I gotta obviously rep my swag because that was a delicious dinner, good conversation, great conversation, successful crew club. That was fun. And then the following day, uh, and this is kind of where we're going to segue into kind of uh, intro uh, into today's conversation, is uh, uh, Mike gave a great presentation at the Sipes Houston uh, lunch, and Sipes is a is a group of uh, uh, independent geologists and uh, and I guess uh, finance uh, uh, people that you know cuts out the middleman for the for the straight deals to invest in uh, in uh, oil and gas wells and uh, Mike I thought your uh, uh, talk your uh, conversation was excellent uh, can you hear me okay I can't I, I can't, can hear you good I can't yeah, gauge I can hear you just fine. okay yeah, yeah I guess I guess it's, I guess it's been too long since we recorded once so that's kind of why I'm all hey, over the board right rust, now but uh, a rust but uh, Mike off. you gave a uh, you gave a great uh, presentation on and. and Kind of do a little recap of these energy facts chats are the whole goal of it is to kind of bridge energy uh, expectations with energy realities. Right. Uh, several of the previous uh, episodes we have, we discussed kind of the uh, the electri- electricity uh, generation, kind of what uh, what ingredients is that? Is that natural gas or renewables? And we looked all over the states and we discussed kind of uh, the uh, the consumer, the impact to the consumers. And um, it's not a cool thing that we're seeing, but it's definitely a validating thing that we're seeing is, is the stuff that you and I talked about a month ago. Uh, you're seeing, uh, we're seeing news reports and articles and, uh, about kind of what exactly we're talking about. Hey, uh, Cal, you know, consumers are going to be expecting higher prices because of this, this is why. And, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, it's, it's happening. It's, uh, we're right. seeing this, uh, today, uh, come to kind of come to fruition. And, you know, we're also seeing, you know, there's, there's articles like, oh, you know, you know, price on the rise, fossil fuels are to blame. And that's the thing. I kind of want to step back away from this blame shifting and, and, and focus mm-hmm. on, I guess, the environment uh, and the, I guess, the situation versus like, oh, it's this person's fault or this per- these this group's fault. So um, that's right. kind of the, the whole goal of this is to kind of have a, a energy reality uh, conversation. And Mike, let's get this kicked off. Man. I know I've been sure. I think that's Can three cups of coffee. There? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see the screen. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. we're going to do, we're so for today, we're going to kind of focus on the the, the front side of his uh, his presentation that he gave at Sipes uh, Houston, and uh, we're going to have the, the Energy uh, Facts Chats episode twelve and kind of go over the last half because there's so much 
so much good information here, Mike, and I appreciate right. you. Uh, I appreciate you just uh, coming in uh, and just kind of uh, uh, informing people. So let's get this kicked off. So uh, yeah. uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this off to you right now, Mike. When <laughs> okay. Does that work? Okay. Yeah, so. I see. I'm, I'm looking at uh, you know. So I I named it "Don't Say Oil" because uh, kind of a good segue by you talking about you know blame game and these energy crises are hitting whether it's the grid or uh, gasoline prices and. I believe the domestic oil and gas industry has failed to educate the general public on the tremendous benefits of affordable energy and availability. When will we find our voice? Is it already too late? So that that's kind of the setup of this is, you know, for many decades, we've relied on big oil companies to uh, run our marketing campaigns and, and be our advocates. And oftentimes these big oil companies are easy to associate with environmental damages, with climate change, with everything that the mainstream media is just blaming on big oil and gas companies. And it's time for us as independents and uh, just an industry as a whole to come together and talk about oil and and rather than not talking about it and, and kind of shying away from the public sphere. So uh, we don't really need to look at my background other than, you know, I believe in family, faith and loyalty. And I think those are three attributes that we need to adopt as an industry, as a family to bring brothers and sisters in this industry together and to spread that message. But this is a vision board that I put together. It was, it was one of my final projects at Duke, which was an environmental leadership program and a master's in environmental management. But this is from 2019 and I haven't changed it since. And it says, I want to move people to participate in a collaborative energy transition that is focused on human rights, environmental stewardship and a holistic global approach. And so um, I'll pause here, but I'll, t I'll mention one thing I forgot to mention at Sipes in this upper right corner, I have a little bubble that says comfort zone in, right. in yellow. And that's where I see our industry. We want to stay in our comfort zone. We want to be in our little industry meetings. We want to be in our little LinkedIn echo chambers. We want to just be comfortable. And we need to learn to step out of that because there's an entire world out there as kind of the bottom pictures portray that I, I, we need to be talking about. I think also to kind of uh, segue into that too, it's, you're right. I mean, there is a huge level of how we've communicated in the past, how we told our story, um, how we handle, uh, I guess, a, a, a population criticism um, of our industry, which I, which I totally get. I, I completely get that. But I think right now with, uh, I guess, the, uh, the surge of uh, whether it's social media, whether it's the surge of public perception and, 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 uh, and also the surge and kind of the, the falsehoods of energy. So I completely agree. I think it, it's even taking the steps of, and one thing that's kind of getting on my, grinding my gears lately is this concept of energy transition, whether it's, you know, you have the super majors talking about energy transition, you have, you know, SPE talking about energy transition, transition. And what's frustrating for me, and this is kind of a rant and I want to continue to your, to your story, but uh, what's frustrating for me is, is, we all know that it's not an energy transition we're, we're up against. It's energy addition. And right. I really wish that as an industry, as 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 a society, we would kind of uh, lean back from and shy away from the energy transition into what it really is. It's an energy addition right. to all these new uh, technologies that are coming out and these new. Uh, and anyway, so that's kind of my rant. So I completely agree. And I think it's uh, telling the, the stories uh, and uh, and communicating that. I think one way to do that is uh, is 
is uh, you're not anyway. So I'm, I'm getting too far in the weeds. Anyway, so no, it's a edition. perfect, <laughs> it's anyway, a perfect so, segue because what you're talking about, you're saying, hey, we still need all of these energy products. So shutting down our local industry is really just resulting in what you see on the bottom of this screen. We're getting 55 million barrels a year, we being California from Ecuador, the rainforest, the most biodiverse ecosystem on the planet. We get 50 million barrels from Saudi. We get 50 million barrels from Iraq. We get 20 million barrels from Colombia. So it's exactly what you're talking about. It's an energy addition, but now instead of making it ourselves, we're turning to countries that have zero environmental or very little environmental regulations. And what is that causing? That's causing extreme environmental leakage into those communities. And then we're bringing it back in the dirtiest form of transportation, which is tankers that are run on bunker fuel. So rather than using clean pipelines, we're fouling our ports and all of our communities surrounding the ports. So I think it's a perfect segue uh, to just say, hey, we're still using 20 million barrels a day in California. Uh, so what are we doing about it? And so my, my, my question is, I'm seeing these, you know, Ecuador, Saudi, Iraq, uh, Colombia on the on this side, the thousands of barrels. How much is actually uh, produced in uh, California domestically and produced? Could you have those numbers? I'm yeah, we're, we're down to 25 percent of our 600 million barrel a year demand. We're down to 25 percent and dropping quickly. So we're probably by the end of this year, since Gavin Newsom has taken office, we've lost 100,000 barrels a day of production. So we're going to be making somewhere around 150 million barrels a year as so, a state in a state that's consuming 600 million barrels and year. so i'm i'm at a, i'm at a california coffee shop digging in the vibes i'm over here and you talking about this what does that mean to me i mean you're talking about reduced production reduce this reduce, what does that mean to me i guess in the in the 30,000 foot view if i'm over here in this from you that's the that's that's the main thing is what how can we engage the general public and i think sadly the general public is only engaged when there is a crisis, when gasoline yeah. hits. We saw it $7 a, a gallon in California last summer. This summer, we'll probably hit 10 I would not be surprised if we hit $10 a gallon. And that is our moment. And that's what I talked about at Sipes. When these policy windows open, when the general public is fascinated by what's happening with gasoline and electricity prices, that's when we need to be there with a story and with our science. We have to be there with data. We have to show them that California or just the United States in general is the best place to produce really anything. I don't care if it's coal or uh, you know something dirty. Uh, we are the best place to produce it because we actually have laws and regulations that tell us and guide us how to produce coal, how to produce oil, how to produce natural gas to protect the environment. And we're kidding ourselves if we think China or any of these other countries are doing that. And so I guess I guess if I was sitting at the table next to you and you're having this conversation with, with a couple of uh, your California energy and science uh, people here, let me yeah. take this off. Yeah, take you can take it off. Screen. I wanted to pull up my blank page of our energy leaders, but we can talk about that. <laughs> Oof, okay, that's a, that's a great segue. But on, but let's talk about it. if I'm over here in this, you know, you're talking about the, uh, the the California production dropping, you know, dramatically and and still continuing to drop. And and so yeah. I'm thinking, I'm if I was on the, you know, if I was unaware of energy, I'd be thinking, well, that's good. You know, this is good right. towards this is hearing that is aligns with what we want to do as a nation. Okay, did a but. 
what you're saying, how that impacts me as a consumer, well, first off, JP, that's going to drive up your cost of, of electricity. It's going to drive up your right. cost to, to whether it's charge your car, it's going to drive up your cost to refill your, your car or vehicle, whatever that is, heat your home, cool your home, uh, number right. one. But uh, number two, um, it also tells me that, yes, oh, yes, California is leading the way and dropping production. Yay, ha, ha, mm -hmm. yeah, I love it. But at the same time, we still need – California and the nation still needs that uh, – needs those barrels of oil and so what that means we're just exporting the uh we're exporting what we're using to something that's a lot dirtier that's a lot more right. uh that produces a lot more you know co2 all those you know fun stuff that that we don't like uh people always talk about but it's much more of a heavier environment impact if it's outsourced and you put it on a tanker then you then you ship the tanker with using you know dirty diesel it sits on the port right. this is the marine wildlife so anyway so that so how it relates to the consumer would be it's it's going to affect uh, the cost of my livelihood. And it's also right. going to impact the environment if if what we're saying is true, that if I care about that. Right. And I think and you alluded to it, you know, we're, how what what's not being discussed is how long this quote unquote transition is going to take. And obviously, we believe we need all of it. We need more of it. But when you look into the government reporting, California has what's called the California Air Resources Board and the, the CARB. And what they do is every couple of years, they put out what's called a scoping plan. And the scoping plan basically reconciles, these are our greenhouse gas emissions targets. This is what we're trying to eliminate. We're trying to get to net zero by 2045, 2050. And this is how we're going to do it. It's just, you know, what's the scope of this project? And what you find, if you see, they just came out with their most recent report in December of 2022, pages 100 to 108, there's eight pages in there that talk specifically about oil demand in California. Even if we get all our vehicles to be electric vehicles, even if we hit all of these targets, the plan recognizes that California still needs a significant amount of oil every day to operate. We're still gonna have airplanes, we're, gonna, we're still gonna have cargo ships, we're gonna have tanker ships moving now instead of crude product, now we're talking about tanker ships bringing in refined gasoline, bringing in refined diesel, bringing in refined jet fuel. We're literally looking at how do we shut down the refineries in California and bring all this in. And what the scoping plan tells us is it's not possible for California to get off oil and gas by 2045, which is what they don't tell anybody yeah. in the general public, but it's in the plans. But it's in That's the middle of the plans. It's in the middle it's of in the little, It's in page 100 to 108. For someone like me that has to go dig in and research it because I'm into it, for someone at the coffee shop, they don't even know what a CARB scoping plan is. They've never heard of the California Air Resources Board, but that's what's dictating how we're making this quote unquote transition. So it's a really important point. And that goes back to when these policy windows open, we need to be there and, and have that page blown up and say, hey, general public. Did you know, by the way, our government recognizes we will still need all of these products, yeah. yet they're telling you we're not going to produce them? And then the public can say, well, how are we going to bring them in? Well, we're going to need, in that little blurb, we're going to need five to seven times more boats bringing in these products than we have today. 
And then everybody says, well, that doesn't sound very good. And you say, no, it's not very good because we're destroying the marine ecosystem. And 70% of this planet is water. So now we're just putting everything on a boat and we're going to destroy the 70% the of the earth that we you know, have been trying to destroy for decades. But now we're just going to shift the destruction from on land in our domestic United States to the waters and these foreign countries. So now, now we're just going to foul everything other than the, the continental United States. Yeah. yeah. How good does that sound? It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, honestly, that's kind of a shitty way to do business. It's awful. It's a horrible way to do business. So um, let me ask you a question. So we, so you're reading all this stuff, and obviously the energy facts are coming to light. They're, they're, they're rising to the surface, I would assume, in your community and even wherever you travel, you know, Bakersfield or not even Bakersfield, yeah. whether it's L.A., San Everywhere. Diego. What's yeah. been the sentiment of people when they're seeing their, uh, I guess, you're in conversation with them about whether it's electricity, whether it's about uh, uh, hydrocarbons? What's been yeah. the sentiment recently about that since the, uh, I guess, the uptick in, a, in a, a bills, electricity People want to know. Everybody wants to know, you know, down here in San Diego, I talked to my parents about it. My mom says, I've shared your energy facts chats with, you know, Barbara, Sue, who all her friends, you know, they're all walking the dog, bumping into people talking about, you know, wow, my bill was a thousand dollars this month. And why is this happening? And nobody knows because they're listening to the news. The news gets about 10% of the story accurate and the other 90%, the real meat and potatoes of why the natural gas prices are so high in December, nobody's talking about. Nobody's talking about in the media but that we had 30% gas inventories. Nobody, but it's, nobody but, it's, but, it's also, but it's also extremely frustrating too because you know whenever people are upset, whenever people's wallets are uh, kind of put on, put on the spotlight, it's, uh, it's, it's people click on... Uh, First off, clickbait and what's right. they want someone to blame they, versus kind of understanding the situation. It's it's right. much easier to point the finger than kind of step back and say, okay, well, it's all work together. And uh, I was actually scrolling through a uh, you know LinkedIn and it talked about you know New England's prices about to um, go a lot higher too. Right. And uh, it was like, oh, this is happening. This happened, and fossil fuels are to blame. And to me, right. that's, that's such dangerous rhetoric because you're literally cutting off the, the life supply to your entire uh, region of the country. Uh, if, right. if you're just kind of shifting the blame on such a vital um, uh, and abundant and reliable energy source. That's their playbook. That's their playbook. They don't care when prices get high or commodities get scarce because they then say, that's why we need to get off of them. Yeah. And, and they don't talk about the reality that we will never be off of them. We will not be off of them in our lifetime, in our kids' lifetime, probably in our grandkids' lifetimes. We will not be off of these products. But however, I mean, that also uh, highlights, I guess, in the philosophical side of things, that's not a bad thing because the, the and this is different energy facts checks, um, and it's probably something to get uh, someone else in on this, but uh, I guess the benefits of what hydrocarbons does to our daily lives, it's kind of a... Uh, it's kind of interesting if I love, you know, cool air and all that stuff. And I love, you know, ACs and I'm like, oh, we're going to phase out AC, AC units mm -hmm. by 2030 when there's nothing there to replace AC units. Then right. what am I speaking about? I mean, it's, right, it makes right. no sense. Unless right. I or, or, or when more people are installing AC units because they don't have them in San Francisco because they haven't needed them, but the climate's warming. So now they're going to get ACs. Oh, but now you don't want natural gas to fire the electricity grid. So now we're going to have an increased demand on the grid and nothing to power it. 
this, we're going to be in the dark and, and hot and, or cold. And, and talking about kind of our industry's response and approach to things, um, I, I, you know, whether you scroll through LinkedIn or Twitter or anything like that, and, and don't get me wrong, I love it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's there yeah. are very camp mentalities, or it's very like, right. well, you need us anyway. And, yeah. and for me, I don't yeah. think I, I think the most productive way uh, to to communicate our industry is number one, uh, the as you said in the first slide, the humanitarian side. Mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. the, uh, the silent uh, acceptance uh, side right. of it. Like, hey, right. look, you know, I know what you want, but at the end of the day we're looking for silence acceptance, you know? Right. Um, right. Yeah. So right. for me, and it's, we it's, just, saw, Oh, go ahead. I'll no, I was, I was saying, so for me, it's not the camp mentality. Hey, you need us. Hey, you need us. We like it or not. You need us because that's just going to anger uh, uh, people that don't comprehend energy, uh, mm -hmm. I guess in it's in its full realm. It's just going to push them to the side. Like, Oh, well we mm -hmm. need, we, then we need to move faster towards this end goal. Um, right. So for me, it's, it's engaging in constructive conversations with people and uh, yes. folks on the yes. humanitarian side of things, just like Chris Wright with Liberty, uh, just like Toby Rice, you know, just like right. these industry leaders. Uh, there's a few of them that you right. have on that slide right here. I had, well, there were none. It was a blank slide. And then, uh, you know, the exercise with the audience was, who are these leaders? Let's talk about it. And I stole Chris Wright early because he's he's probably one of the easiest. You mentioned Toby Rice um someone mentioned um alex epstein i said he's a philosopher uh you know it, it's we're, we we rely on these media personalities in a lot of cases and we need to have our ceos our vice presidents our corporate leaders discussing this because they actually understand how operations work in the field supply and demand dynamics, the, the real, you know, finer points of the industry. Um, and it's easy to throw stones at people that are just, you know, Alex Epstein gets classified as a climate denier pretty quickly because he wants to talk about the benefits of fossil fuels, which there are many, but it's easy to just say at ah, denier and they, and then they he he doesn't get any coverage but you can but either. the things that you can accept uh climate change but you can also accept the benefits there's it's not uh one or the other in my opinion yes and we need to talk about where we're sourcing these products and what i was going to mention earlier which is really exciting there's a newly elected assemblywoman in delano yes. california dr yes. baines she's a family doctor she's dude, i love Democrat. her picture she's got the uh she's, she's got, got her coat on i love she's it she's got the pumping unit behind her that you know it, she is out there and what she's she wrote a bill she's newly elected she's already on this topic that said California refineries need to source at least 50% of their crude from California by 2035. Brilliant. That's wow. exactly what we need to be talking about. We don't need to be, and it, it, we can, we can quote unquote jive with the other side. We can go to the environmentalists and say, okay, you want to phase out fossil fuels. What she's saying is let's phase out the foreign stuff first. Yes, we know Iraqi children are dying of leukemia because they're flaring insane amounts of gas, four times the gas that California produces in one year. They're flaring in four years. They're flaring in one year. So they're flaring so much gas. These kids are dying. And we need to say, let's stop buying that product. Well, Mike, I mean, I, I'm going to be I want to go back to the first slide, your vision board, kind of walk through those yeah. pictures. But real quick, if I'm sitting here saying, Mike, you, you you just want this so you can so you can operate so you can operate there's more than that there there's yeah but first and i would agree with that i yeah, would before, say yes but i yes, want to operate 
yes, you do want to operate, but there's another stuff. side of it, which is comes. I mean, you got you have a background in environmental, right. uh, whatever master's environment. You have a background right. in this, so it's not just a question. Yeah, I want to operate. I mean, you could probably go do something else. And then, if anything, this is a question. It's an environmental uh, question right now. It's a, it's a right. it's a community uh, question right yeah. now. So, if you don't mind, can you go back to the uh, your uh, your vision board because I really do want to kind of take yeah. a look at the first few uh, pictures in the last seven minutes of this. So Am we kind of sharing. Yeah, it's you remember I have it? the I have the absolute power. Okay. You're, you're so, in control. So I want okay. I, I kind of want to because these pictures were so uh, they're great points and it's and the last mm -hmm. seven minutes just kind of talk about talk about each of these pictures why they're on your vision right. board and all that fun stuff. So let's start let's, let's start on the far right the Yusuni National Park. Okay. okay, okay, because this Ecuador over the past four or five years has become the number one source of crude oil to the state of California because California refineries are designed to take heavy crude because California oil fields produce heavy crude. So they've been built this way going back a hundred years. So why are we going to Ecuador? Because Ecuador also produces heavy crude. So if you're shutting down California oil production, the case is clearly linked to say, now we're buying it from Ecuador. And the picture on the right, the big picture the is, waterfall is the San Rafael waterfall. That is what it looks like or looked like past tense before the Ecuadorian government engaged communist China to build them a dam, a hydroelectric facility under the guise of guess what? Clean energy. Ecuador, right. you need clean hydroelectric power. So now that there's a dam there, that waterfall no longer exists. Ecuador received 40,000 visitors a year just to look at that waterfall in the most biodiverse ecosystem on planet Earth. We are literally shutting down California oil production to buy it from the Yasuni National Park. Not only is it biodiverse, but there's also indigenous people there that have avoided human contact for millennia, right? And so yep. now, like when I look at my lease, we do what's called a cultural survey to make sure there are indigenous artifacts out there and we don't find any on our location. But think about that. There are living, breathing indigenous people trying to block the development of their rainforest. They don't have anything close to a cultural survey. If anything, they just stick their middle finger up at these indigenous people. And then they go clear pads, eliminate waterfalls, and drill in the Ecuadorian Amazon rainforest. Okay. It's the definition of insanity. So that's our number one source of foreign oil right now as a state. And I would I would argue that maybe less than one percent of the California population understands that that is happening right now. Okay. And, and so um, moving to the left, you have Gavin Newsom. Right when he was elected governor, he went out to the Simric oil field. That's a picture of him at an oil seep because there's so much oil in California, it's literally seeping out of the ground. Okay. Now Chevron mismanaged this site. They broke the frac gradient and you've got an oil seep that shouldn't be there, but it's contained to the lease. And he can go out there and, and show, hey, I'm out here stopping Chevron. This lease is probably a 30 minute drive from the closest house. It's about an hour and 20 minute west of Bakersfield proper. It's contained within the oil field. And then below that, 
is a spill into a river in the rainforest, which obviously fouls the drinking water for the people, fouls the ecosystem for the plant life, the animal life. So it, it's just, it just goes to show by the industry being silent and not talking about these things, the government can go do a photo op and then the LA Times will run this all over town. All yeah, over look at these, look at these irresponsible. Oh yeah, they don't care about, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so that's 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 that uh, slide. Now, one left is Iraq. Like I said, Iraq flares four times the volume of natural, or four times the volume of natural gas than we as a state produce in one year. So they, the BBC, just no, came out four years, four years, four yes. times the natural gas in one year as California does in four years. As we produce and consume in four years, it's okay. an insane amount of flaring. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. that's the okay. flaring in Iraq is off the charts. And oh, by the way, BP operates fields in Iraq, so don't tell me BP is doing anything for the climate. And that's part of this don't say oil issue is you the big companies they're going to misdirect you so that you don't go oh, beyond the that, and oil it. fields in oh, yeah. Iraq. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, so Iraq, so like I said. The kids are dying of leukemia. The BBC reported on it. Nobody's really picking up the story beyond that, which is insane. I don't understand why. Uh, and then California, like I said, every MCF of gas that we produce is consumed in the state. And it's transported via pipeline because California banned flaring in the 1930s. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Flaring okay. has not been... Now, there are flares that exist that you know i don't understand how this works there's emergency and temporary flaring but it's very very little in california and if you go to the eia data it actually says zero flaring in california you know so, for such a for such a culture that loves farm to table and all yeah. that stuff california does not is not far up the table energy mm -hmm. It's that's why I say buy local. It's from the food industry in California that for, for you know, decades oh, have been yeah. telling us buy local. Buy local. That, we need to do the same local. thing with our energy products. It's no I different. Agree. Okay. So, and so, so, not, the, so, 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 so they're, they're, they're flaring. They, then they have to, you know, pipe it, you know, put it in barrels, then put it on a, a, a de, you know, diesel tanker, ship it halfway around the world, sit in the port, get unloaded, get refined. Then we can use it versus plug and play. Plug and play, and that's the far left. Clean pipes in California versus dirty ports. The number one source of pollution in Southern California is the port complex of LA and Long Beach. Nobody talks about the port. We expand the port. We 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 build it so we can bring in more cargoes, more tankers, because like we know, it's not an energy transition, it's addition, and we're adding it at the port. So now all these ships can sit 12 miles off the coast in international waters. That's not that far, burning particulate matter, bunker fuel, spewing socks, spewing knocks, and then obviously the wind blows onshore. 12 miles is not a long way. No. And so what happens is you've got the dirtiest, the dirtiest, polluter in the state is that port and nothing is being done to regulate it nothing. well that's that's a nimby mentality if i've ever heard one and that's kind of one of the things that we're kind of trying to combat against right now look we need right. energy let's 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 source that local let's support uh uh not, not just for you know you know national america not but also for the uh for right. the sense that it just makes oh, should sense I that up i pulled it Sorry. uh you actually had some other pictures uh, actually i'll tell you what oh. we're, we're at 30 minutes right now let's kind of uh 
let's 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 dive into the rest of the uh the one uh the conversation at the next uh, uh energy facts chat so yeah and and you know the thing is though you know to kind of wrap this up you know mike you know i've had discussions like jp you know look this is extremely important in my life but you know why would people in new england or texas or wherever want to hear about mm -hmm. this um, because you said something that's, you know, I thought it was extremely uh, interesting. You know, at the end you said, you know, what Gavin, uh, Newsom does, whatever California does, it gets implemented worldwide. And you concluded right. saying, Hey, if you don't, and you know, people laugh at that, you know, right? people, people laugh at that, but you're like, okay, well, if that's so funny at the end, you said, Hey, look, well, Europe, EU just banned all, uh, sales of, you know, ice, uh, vehicles, internal combustion engine vehicles by 2035. Right. And I also saw yesterday that New Jersey, following California's lead, is doing the exact same thing. So right. what's happening in your neck of the woods? It's not NIMBY. That's going to affect everything. So it's uh, right. it's not right. just in your backyards and everyone's. It's in the, it's in the America's back backyard when it comes to energy and also the right. environment as being environmental right. stewards. So uh, Mike, keep right. up the good fight, and you can also uh, link up with Mike and check out his Californians for not his, but the the group of Cal that he's you know putting together. Uh, the Californians for Energy and Science. And Mike, what's that? What's that website? It's www.energyandscience.com. Three words: energyandscience.com. All together. I signed up, and several. Other, did you, are you getting a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, signing up? And look, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in California, but I think it's it's the information is great. Uh, yep. It's very relevant. It's very timely too. And I think all the support we can do as an industry is definitely going to uh, help the energy situation. Not just in our industry, but just through random, you know, people's homes, every, right. everyone's homes. Right. And, and, and yeah, anybody's welcome to sign up and they should because we're showing you the playbook on how all this rolls out. And would you rather be prepared for it or would you rather wake up in New Jersey and say, oh, wow, I don't get an internal combustion engine anymore. Or would you rather the, wake up in Texas and say, oh, wow, the EPA is shutting down flaring in the Permian or, oh, wow, the EPA is not going to give us another water disposal well in the Permian Basin. That's and coming be, to the Permian Basin. It's and coming. Then, and then, and then the and then the blind side to be like, well, how did this happen? Right. When this you has been wake happened. up one day, oh, what's going on? Yeah, you're going to be shut in just like California. It's going to be no different. And people are laughing about it because it sounds ridiculous that Dude. A, another state can have so much influence on your state, but it's and, absolutely spot on. And that's and you know it's you know I've, I've noticed through the conversations with you over the last week, uh, you know, we've been in, around people on stuff. Whenever you mention something like that. It's always that first met with laughter. Like, oh, don't it's a talk. nervous laugh, right? It's or a nervous laugh. It <laughs> it's a nervous laugh. And then you deliver kind of uh, your your reasoning and thoughts behind it. The next thing you know, people are kind of start listening. They start their ears start working yeah. up because it is, uh, it, 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 you know, people say, you know, don't California, my Colorado, don't California, right. my Texas. There's a reason for that because people are so this. So policies don't just stay by geographical lines. So, no, they anyway. spread like a disease. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> but that's why that's why that's why we're doing this is to show people in other parts of the country hey come join us fight it on the front lines here in bro. california and then you'll be ready when it comes to you bro should we change this to energy vax chats we give everyone <laughs> their energy vaccine so they understand what's going on? <laughs> we might get canceled if we do I that know, seriously. <laughs> you can't say that word but uh anyway mike i, I appreciate your time this morning i know it's a uh, look it's a day off it's president's day but you know what energy doesn't stop on uh weekends or holidays so man Not i appreciate uh, obviously appreciate uh hanging with you last week and i appreciate uh your time right now and again get involved yeah. and thank you for tuning in to energy facts chats help spread the word uh we're just trying to bridge energy expectations realities over here so uh 
Stay tuned. Feel free to share. and We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. See ya.